as Ian Brownhill would say, good friggin' morning from Rhode Island, folks. I'm Mark Laporte, and this is Coffee Milk. An article came across my desk the other day, and it was uh, about a woman who got in a crazy car accident in 2018. She was in a coma for the past five years, five-plus years, and she had just woke up. Could you imagine explaining to somebody what happened in the last five years? 2019 was kind of a good year. I don't know. It was maybe a shit show, but 2020 just was the shit show upon shit shows. And you got to explain a worldwide pandemic, a global shutdown. If the woman lived in Rhode Island, you'd be like, yeah, you know, they were working on the bridges in 2018. Yeah, they're still working on them. And no, they're worse. We actually shut down one of them because they're all incompetent. One junior engineer spots a uh, deficiency and the whole damn thing's going to collapse. I don't know. I just thought that was really funny. How do you, where do you start? Like, okay, well, this guy's the president. It's 2024. We have AI doing a lot of work now. Got a lot of great news on that. It's been one hell of a week for AI. Want to talk about things that happened a couple of weeks ago, but it just doesn't even matter now because all my predictions have just been shot. I assumed there'd be a, a year before we got great video. Nope, that just happened with a, an update that came out on Thursday. But obviously, I got to talk about the Washington Bridge. This past week, the top Rhode Island lawmakers were all talking uh, about the costs and how they, quote unquote, keep them up at night. Because in typical government fashion, nobody knows anything. They were grilled over two, three hours with questioning. Nobody knows what are they going to do? Are they going to repair the bridge or are they going to tear it down and rebuild it? what it's going to cost, and usually there's a government program. The government pays 80% of the federal con uh, the construction costs, and we'd pay 20%. Well, the state has no idea where we're going to get the 20%. You can bet your ass in the state of Rhode Island with some of the highest taxes anywhere, we're going to be paying more taxes. What's going to happen? We don't know. And the experts, the Department of Transportation, their engineers, both internal and external, don't know. We don't know if it's going to be repair or replacement. We don't know how much. We don't know where the money's coming from. This is in pure insanity. What do you have people in charge for? I remember during COVID when everything shut down and the government was involved in anything, I thought we kind of ran pretty well, except for the fact that everybody else's business was shut down. But wow, it's just incredible the gross incompetence of the state government. And I know the federal government is even more shambles. Yeah, keep voting these people in charge, folks, and, and your lives will get progressively worse. This is why I don't want to do it this year, maybe in a couple of years, but I swear I'm going to run for office, and my whole stance is I can't do any worse. Hi, I'm Mark Laporte. I'm running for governor. I can't do any worse. It's just, it's unfathomable that these people are in charge. Can we just go back to the time when we had confidence in office? I don't know when that was, but can we just get back to having people who know what the shit they're doing in charge of things that need to be looked out for? How do you have all this oversight, all these people looking after everybody else, but yet nobody knows, and you know people are just going to point the blame at one person. There's going to be one fall guy. He's going to go and be indicted or go to jail. It's, uh, it's everybody. Everybody's got to go. They all <laughs> just... Fire everybody and start from scratch. So that's my Rhode Island rant. Now, in the world of AI, last week we got access to Gemini Ultra. 
Well, on Thursday, Google's DeepMind announced Gemini 1.5. This includes making Gemini 1.5 more efficient to train and serve with a new mixture of experts architecture. So what that is, instead of having one large language model, you have multiple smaller models. As you give it the prompt, it determines which expert would take that prompt. So that results in a lot less latency, a lot less usage of hardware. This is a step in the right direction. But as I'm reading further, it said uh, it has a standard 128,000 token context window, which roughly is 100,000 words. That's input and output. That's a, a step forward because, what is it? ChatGPT has 32,000 words, which is still fantastic. But then it said it can have a context window. It's giving it uh, to a group of experts and developers to try, and it gives it up to a million context tokens. Now, that's, what, 780,000 words, I think? For reference, the entire Harry Potter franchise is 1,084,000 words. So you could essentially upload most of the Harry Potter franchise and have it answer all types of questions on it. The cool part about this is it has better understanding and reasoning across all modalities. So there's a performance where it performs on language models, where it would give it a large amount of context, and then it would hide just a weird phrase, maybe in the middle of it or towards the end, just somewhere in the entire input that you give it of maybe 100,000 words or so. And it would ask a question specifically about that one phrase that you inserted in that large text. And you would see if it could find the text and accurately answer it. The Gemini 1.5 Pro, 99% of the time out of a million, uh, a million words will spot that text. Whereas other language models, it's not up to that. I want to say it's probably anywhere from the 50% to 70% which is still pretty good, but this is 99% in a large context window, which is absolutely mind-boggling. And, of course, this isn't out for use now because we just got access to Gemini Ultra. You'd probably think a couple months, see what the developers think, and, uh, wow, now you know ChatGPT is going to have to come close to that or surpass it. So that was really some huge news coming out of Thursday. But OpenAI saw... Well, we can't let Google have all the news. So they introduced Sora. Now, my word, I love text-to-video. And I thought Pika Labs did a great job. Uh, Leonardo does a, a fantastic job. Sora, it it's mind-boggling. We're finally there with the video. It's not available now. But if you actually go to, uh, if you do a Google search for a Sora OpenAI... It has a great research paper, which they released, with a whole bunch of prompts that they inputted into uh, Sora. And you see this woman walking down a Tokyo street. It's flawless. The rain on the, or the water on the ground, you can see it's not moving. The buildings aren't kind of morphing into something else. There's people around her walking as well. It's all just outstanding. Then you see a, a video of two mastodons, uh, woolly mammoths. And they're walking during the Ice Age, and it can go up to, I believe, a minute output. Current models right now, only 15 seconds, which is friggin' fantastic, because if you watch any TV show, and I've noticed this more and more, 
that the clips, it's maybe three or four second clips and they just keep alternating. And I haven't seen, you rarely see it longer than 15 seconds before they go to another shot. So a minute, you can do a lot with that minute. You have beautiful drone footage uh, going across a, a beautiful lighthouse. The waves are flawless. You got Pixar art that's better than Pixar. It's this little small fluffy monster and he's putting his hand near a candle and kind of mesmerized by it. Flawless. Then I'm going to leave a link to the research paper because you have to see it to believe it. If you've seen any of the other previous videos, I mean, they were great for what it was, but you'd always get just, it, it would never be right. If you uploaded a, a picture or something, the face would kind of morph if it was turning to the right or to the left or smiling. It wouldn't consistently be the same person. Well, this can also do, instead of uh, not just text to video, it does picture to video as well. Then also video to video. There's fantastic footage of a car driving along a mountain. Then it said, well, change it so you're going through Joshua Tree. And the car's flawless. It's driving through, no problem. It changed the scenery to Joshua Tree. Then you can also change the car to a 1920s roadster going down a 1920s street. Beautiful. Like, everything about this is amazing. And I predicted we'd have this at the end of the year. And my prediction was three weeks ago. And in three weeks, I'm seeing it out today. Now, again, this isn't available for public consumption. And I couldn't even... I hope it's part of the $20 ChatGPT package. Because if it is, it's going to be amazing. But... I think it's going to be some serious subscription model because uh, one minute video of this, I can't. I just, I'm, I'm amazed. If you don't start using this now and creating a YouTube channel and just making a lot of money from this, what are you doing? If video is not your thing, I understand that. But you can find anything. There's music, photography. You can make avatars of yourself. You can design logos. You can, the world is your oyster right now, and we are in the golden age of a new era. Uh, everything is about to fundamentally shift. It's wild because I've been doing a lot of different car designs. My boss has started posting on Facebook, and he's definitely gotten some serious traction on his Facebook page where now he's already outmatched the uh, 5,000 friends you're allowed to have, and then you go to followers. Well, now he's like at 11,000 followers, and... Now he's monetized and he's going to try and really utilize the AI into coach building. There hasn't been really many advancements in coach building since the turn of the century, not this century, last century. It's all the same. You use an English wheel or a power hammer and hammer and dolly. Techniques are the same, but now accessibility to AI, you can design cars, you can design things you'd never think of. And as long as you have an ability to turn that into an actual physical piece shit it just it it changed uh, i don't know where i was going with this but it's like i got people messaging me right now for pictures of cars that they want to build because they don't want to go through learning how to use mid-journey or any of this stuff and it's really very easy but this is a cool little side hustle I'm now getting because they didn't want to spend $20,000 having one designer design a car over seven months and they may not like the car i can give them a hundred different cars in two hours and if they want changes to things i can just highlight it and change that one little thing and give them endless opportunities 
and it's just a small fee. I figured I'd charge 50 bucks, and nobody's said anything about it yet because they don't want to spend 20 grand. 50 bucks seems like a great alternative. But this just goes to show, holy shit, you gotta, you gotta pay attention. Just stay updated. This is so amazing. So, Sora, there's not a wait list yet. It's gone to what they call red teams, and they're just gonna essentially try and break it and look into ways that people would use this for evil, you know, porn or anything like that. I'm sure porn will definitely be a, a different thing, but it just wouldn't be involved with Sora. Then also out of OpenAI, they're introducing memory in the chat GPT. This is awesome because it's going to remember things across multiple chat, all the chats. We're testing the ability for chat GPT to remember things you discuss to make future chats more helpful. This is fantastic because anytime, it, it seems like I'll use one chat in ChatGPT for a while and then I start getting error messages. So I don't know if it, it kind of like gets to a limit and then it, it just doesn't work anymore. So I open a new chat and then I just got to kind of re-explain things in that chat. So if it can remember from other chats, like, look, I have a podcast. This is the name. This is my name. And this is how I like things formatted. That would be absolutely amazing. I want to say that if you do have ChatGPT, all you have to do is go into settings and see if you have uh, a personalized feature. And that just lets you know that you actually have that. As of today, 2.18, I still don't have it yet. What's cool about this is it also has a, kind of an incognito feature where if you don't want it to remember this part of a conversation, it won't. You can just turn on this one mode or a separate chat and it will just forget everything after you uh, you end the chat. Cool features also, it remembers your tone and how you format, like I said, format things. So if you write, have it write blog posts for you, it'll remember that. Or when it helps you with coding, it'll remember what you actually have and the different, if you use Python, anything like that. So that's cool. It's very much like your own assistant. It'll remember certain quirks you have, books you like, what hobbies you may have, and it'll tailor all those outputs in the future based on what it knows about you. Now, I know people listening to this are probably, well, that's kind of freaky. Yeah, it is, but it definitely helps to not have to explain yourself over and over again. So I'm all for it because I tell this thing a lot in a lot of different chat windows, and if I could just remember it all, that would be fantastic. Then if you don't know, Andre Kirpathy, he helped develop OpenAI, worked for OpenAI, then he left to go to Tesla, and then there he developed the self-driving feature of the Tesla automobile, only to leave Tesla and come back to OpenAI. Well, now he's leaving OpenAI again, and this led to massive speculation about how he didn't like the future of AI, how fast it was going, the safeguards that aren't in place for the future, it was funny, he actually had to address all these rumors on Twitter, and his explanation was like, no, nothing had happened at OpenAI. In fact, this past year has been amazing. The teams are outstanding. The roadmap's incredible. I really look forward to the future of this. But he said he wanted to start working on his own projects. I highly recommend if, if you don't, if you're really into AI and really want to understand it on a fundamental level, he has the best explanations for language models, anything going on with AI, and he, he brings it down into just such an easy way to grasp it all, and it's Andre Kirpathy, and he's on YouTube, 
yeah, I, I watched his one hour talk in large language models a couple of months ago. I got to do it again to give me a refresher, but it was fascinating to watch. It's an hour long talk. He's amazing. So I'm really hoping he actually comes to work more on content because like I said, he's, he's the best at explaining things. Most of the time when I'm explaining things, I get it from him or chat GPT when I have it explain things to me like I'm five. And also in uh, OpenAI news, <laughs> articles were coming out that Sam Altman was seeking $7 trillion as own AI chip factories. Right now, everybody is really reliant on NVIDIA to produce everything that it needs, and there's just, there's not enough GPUs to go around. So it was funny hearing the speculation behind that, because that's a lot of money. What do you go to BlackRock for something like that? But Sam Altman, what he was essentially saying was, no, the cost of infrastructure, development, energy, production cost, everything over time will be, over the next few years, would have to be around $7 trillion just to keep up. I'm still more fascinated with when he said there needs to be a greatest energy breakthrough for AI to keep up with power consumption. And I only believe that AI could come up with its own power usage faster than we could. Obviously, we can't build friggin' bridges, and we're going to figure out power? Shit. $7 trillion, that's really exciting, because that's a lot of money going into a boatload of economies. Let's hope this is a, a new gold rush for us. Our news from Stability AI, they introduced Stable Cascade. Say so announced, uh, what, what's this, four days ago? Today we're releasing Stable Cascade in Research Preview a new text-to-image model building upon the worst-gen architecture. So it's a completely different language model, and if you take a look at some of the uh, the artwork that it provides, it does perfect text in the photo, because even with, what is it, mid-journey I'm using, I'll give it what I want in the logo, and it really misspells it. But this actually looks beautiful, and the fonts are outstanding. This is so much better than Dolly. Now, when they actually evaluated dirt to other uh, text-to-image generators, it was so much faster in a lot of the cases. I believe there was one case, it was Playground V2. That was the only one that kind of outranked it a little bit, but it beats out SDXL, Worst Gen ver uh, version 2, which this is built on, but it's its own thing, Stable Cascade. I think it even looks better than, in some aspects, Mid-Journey. can also do image-to-image -image where you give it the image, and it'll give you variations of the image, which is very nice because even with Mid-Journey, when I give it an image to work with, oh, shit, it, it does nothing like it. But that's one of the biggest things I've gotten from people. It's like... I'll provide, they'll provide me with a picture and I try and put it in, but the results aren't the same. They like what I'm getting, but it's just not what they're entirely looking for. So that's why I have to really, really work on that. But trying the st stability cascade, we're getting there, guys. It does 2x resolution, 2048 output for pixels. And it has this one where it gives you a, a, an input image where it's just a drawing and what they turned it into was kind of like a crocheted version of that drawing. And my word, it's beautiful. I highly check that out. I'm going to leave links to all these things in the uh, the show notes below. You can use this. You can just go to Hugging Face and you'll see the thing for Stable Cas Cascade. Has everything available for you right there. But it's uh, 
it's not commercial right now. They're just providing it to the public, so you couldn't sell the images or use them in anything that you plan on doing. Take note of that. Odd news out of the patent office. Only real people can patent inventions, not AI. Artificial intelligence promises to supercharge scientific research and entrepreneurial in innovation, helping researchers and inventors make new discoveries and creations. But how will patent protections apply to inventions made with the help of AI tools, particularly generative AI? Now, finally, for the first time, they've given us an answer. To obtain a patent, a real person must have made a significant contribution to the invention and that only a human being can be named as an inventor on a patent. Which kind of makes sense, but the definition of significant contribution, I feel, is pretty vague. This is why I like the Japanese, and or was it Chinese model, where they said, no, humans can do it, uh, even with the help of AI. They didn't specify a range that the human had the involvement in, because it said, if you were to generate an image, it's because you thought about it in your head, and you were telling the AI to kind of draw the image from your head using text prompts, so you are the inventor of said art. Now that I agree with. So, don't get me wrong, I'm happy about this, but it's just the fact that significant contribution is very vague to me. You can't just put that in quotes and, and just... It's kind of like porn. You know it when you see it, but it's still vague. You can't just say, you know, a person who flashes somebody is porn if they're kind of clothed, you know, like it's softcore. I don't know, I don't want to get into a whole porn debate, but I will say that the advancements in AI... I'm sure will come a lot from porn because if you've listened to my earlier episodes, that was the detrimental factor of VHS over Betamax was porn said, no, no, we're going to choose the VHS and you don't hear about people having Betamax, you heard about them having VCRs. I probably just dated myself with that reference. Half of you people are like, what's a VCR? It had tapes, physical tapes you put into the... Never mind. Oh, we'll just have to see. People, this will be going to court soon. I can guarantee you that one. NVIDIA came out with something cool. It was chat to RPX, or chat with RTX. And this is going to be a standalone thing on your computer. If you're going to, if you have an NVIDIA RTX 30 series or above, you can do this. You just go to NVIDIA's site. They'll have a download for it. It's 35 gigs, so make sure you have the space and make sure you have that video card. But it's an onboard AI chat system that doesn't require access to the Internet. And this is kind of intriguing for researchers. You have just a lot of folders with a lot of information out there. And if you're trying to cite a specific source or remember where you found something, you got to go through a lot of files and then scroll through everything to figure out where that one example you want to use was. Well, with this, you just provide the folder with all the files for the chatbot, ask it a question, and it'll cite everything. It'll show you where the file is, where it's located in the file. So this is pretty intriguing. Um, I'm just excited that, hey, it's finally something you don't need access to the Internet for. So cool things always coming out of NVIDIA. They're the leading maker of anything AI chip-related, so we got to pay attention to them. Everybody's going to be throwing crazy money at that. But also pay attention for Sam Altman, because I know he's going to pull a rabbit out of his hat, and he's going to start his own chip factory. Okay, now Mark Zucker Zuckerberg was uh, giving some shit to Apple and saying that 
their Quest is better than the Apple Vision Pro, which I haven't used it, but everybody I'm talking to said, no, the, the hand ren rendering and the eye following or the eye tracking, much better. Everything was better except the list of tools on the Meta. It's been around longer. Of course, you're going to have that. The funny thing was when Apple announced the Quest, Netflix, you, there was a couple of places that were not going to provide a standalone app just for users on the Quest. They want to see how fast or how quickly people take off to this. You can use it on the web browser in the Quest or the Vision Pro. Kind of sucks. Take that into account. I don't know. Now, last bit of news, Meta v. Jeppa. This pretty intriguing because this is a, an advancement in machine learning, not through text, but through video. It figures out how everything in the world interacts just by watching videos over and over or just a whole bunch of different videos. Figures out how a ball bounces or how an ice cream melts in the sun. And it does this by taking the video and kind of guessing what's going to happen next by taking out whole sections of the video, only having little pieces to go off of, and then blanketing over that information with their prediction. And it just continuously does that until a prediction becomes accurate, and then it moves on. It was given, a, what was it, a 30-minute silent film, and it actually analyzed it and discussed the plot points of the film, what happened in the film, different sections of the film so if you asked it like what happened or when did this happen it'll tell you and that was kind of fascinating because it's a silent film and i feel that's just amazing that it's learning through even silent films there's nobody describing anything to it they say it's a step towards a more grounded understanding of the world so machines can achieve more generalized reasoning and planning so this is definitely going to be groundbreaking for video because if it can predict what's happening in the video you give it, then it can just create whole new video and really get it spot on and you couldn't tell if it was taken by a human or an AI. Oh, that was the thing about the Sora. Sorry, just to go back to Sora. They were going to put data points in the video that told everybody that it was AI if there was any discrepancy down the road it'll be like it was made here this point this time on this laptop using ai so you couldn't lie and say no no i filmed that footage so lots of great things coming out in video this is what i've been waiting for because i'm a video nerd and i really want to get those car creations that i have in video format and not have any stupid morphing so that's it for this week's episode of coffee milk i'm mark laporte thanks for listening